Hello and welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. I hope everybody's having an absolutely wonderful day today. And I've been seeing now, this is interesting, as we've seen this absolute insanity with the pharmaceutical companies, primarily Pfizer, who are pretty much now, as we've seen, running the entire healthcare of the United States. A new article came out today. I remember I told you guys about how Pfizer was working on the drug that basically was going to be used as a oral COVID fighter, the Paxlovid. Well, what was interesting about it is once everybody started realizing what they were doing, they pretty much realized this is a restructured and redesigned ivermectin drug. Ivermectin and the Pfizer drug are bro- both protease inhibitors. That's how they work. Ivermectin also inhibits the same protease that patented PF0732-1332, which is the Provactin, Prolovid, Proxlovid, Paxlovid, excuse me, P-A-X-L-O-V-I-D. Can't ever figure out how to say half these dog on drugs they come out with and what's happened is now is the mainstream media has put all of their pharmaceutical and doctors that are on payroll now to come out and do damage control against this because this is exactly what we were wondering when they started coming out with this drug is that it's a protease inhibitor it's the same way that ivermectin uses to fight viruses the difference is ivermectin's 1985 technology and the dosing of ivermectin has to be relatively high and when you run relatively high doses of ivermectin it can cause stomach disruption it can cause you know basically nausea and diarrhea that's usually pretty much one of the main symptoms so what they did was they restructured this paxlovid to be easier to digest and basically more absorbable it's really all they did with it and then they turned around now, and the Biden administration has now said they will be buying Pfizer's antiviral pill for 10 million people as regulators are getting ready to authorize the pill, says the Biden administration is planning to purchase 10 million courses of the Pfizer COVID pill at a $5 billion investment in treatments. $5 billion contract for essentially a restructured, more advanced ivermectin that was, oh, what, allegedly not working, couldn't use it, can't talk about it, not allowed to speak about it, couldn't put it on Facebook, don't talk about it anywhere online or YouTube where you get banned? Yes, now we know exactly why they said you are not allowed to speak of ivermectin. It is essentially forbidden. Pfizer was already working on this months and months and months ago, if not years ago, and figured out how to restructure this and make it a more effective ivermectin and now are going to make billions upon billions of dollars, $5 billion just from U.S. contracts, not to mention what they're going to get out of it globally. This is the problem with the pharmaceutical industrial complex that we have talked about for years, and now we have pretty much seen the pharmaceutical industrial complex now has the government in their back pocket, and Big Pharma is essentially running the country. There's another thing that just came out now where Center of Medicare and Medicaid Services announced Friday that the standard monthly premium for Medicare will rise from $148 to $170. That's roughly almost a 14.5% increase. Now, what was really interesting about this is in November of 2020, a committee of independent advisors for the FDA voted nearly unanimously 
against FDA approval of Audhelm. Audhelm was basically a Alzheimer's drug that was shown in clinical research to really have no positive effectiveness, but it did have some pretty nasty side effects to it. And the FDA advisory board said, just no. We're not going to approve this. The data did not indicate the drug was effective whatsoever. Ten of the 11 committee members voted against it, while only one one voted uncertain. However, in June 2021, this year, the FDA now went against the independent advisory board for the FDA and approved the drug anyway. Now, what's interesting about this now, the Biogen, the company that is making this Alzheimer's drug, has set the price at $56,000 per person per year for Alzheimer's treatment. Media analysis suggested that the price, the drug could cost Medicare up to $334 billion per year if every single person was consistently treated with this drug, which is almost nearly half the Department of Defense budget. And yet it's gotten approval now, and we're going to see the numbers again continue to go through the roof with insurance rates, with Medicare rates. I'm sure the Medicaid tax is going to be going up now in everybody's paychecks, as they've already said now, that essentially the income tax is going up to help out with inflation that they are causing. This is what happens in a financial breakdown of a country when this occurs. They have to start raising the prices on everything, and they use inflation as the excuse. And at the same time, the pharmaceutical industrial complex literally becomes filthy rich while more and more people die and become sick as we're seeing now i had a doctor a friend of mine out in the midwest he just called me up this morning he said that he's been having numerous people coming in to his basically care that they have all these symptoms and they're testing negative for covid and testing negative for flu And so there's a test that they have available. He said it's a little expensive, but it's basically a PCR test that will isolate certain viruses. He said he doesn't like to use it very often because it'll pick up on anything. It'll pick up on strep, pick up on staph. It'll pick up on anything. He said, but it's very difficult to figure out what to do when you start getting any different viruses that are available that are showing the person's positive with because it's like, okay, well, you've got this now. You you know, take some meds here and go home. He said, what's interesting, he never usually used this test. Well, he's had six individuals now that he's used the test on that have all been fully vaccinated. I think few of them had the booster shots, and they came in, constant fevers going up and down. He said they've been sick for weeks, unbelievably lethargic can't work, can't eat, can't get out of bed. And he said the weird part about it is they're having real high fever spikes and their their temperature's dropping to almost normal. Then a couple days later, their fever will spike again. He said it's been a common occurrence that he's seen repeatedly. And he said out of these six people that he's now tested with this test, they all tested negative for COVID and they tested negative for the flu. However, all of them tested positive for numerous other viruses, including staph, including strep, and a host of other ones, he told me. He said what it appears to him right now is exactly what we have been warning about is these individuals are having such a compromised immune system, they're getting exposed to pretty much all types of different viruses on a daily basis, and their bodies can not fight it. Their immune systems are going into a massive, massive inflammatory response, hence why their temperatures are going up to 101, 102, then they're dropping back down to normal a couple days, then they're jumping back up again. And he said he's going to continue to start using this test now regularly with these individuals that have been fully injected to try to get an idea of what's happening. He said because it never makes any sense what he's seen. He's never seen this before at 
all as far as with individuals having this type of immune response, and every single one of them had been fully injected with the clot shot. So, again, this is something to be aware of. This is something to keep looking out for, and we have to make sure we are doing our due diligence and making sure we understand what goes into our body. As I've said to everybody, it is your choice if you want to get an injection. It's also your choice if you don't want to get an injection. Nobody has a right to tell you you have to be injected with an experimental drug in order to live in society. Nobody has that right. Now, people are trying to portray that that is the new normal. And that they have a right to tell you you have to be injected in order to function in society. Now, I beg to differ that concept, and that is something that we all have to continue to make sure we do not let that propaganda penetrate our skulls and make us into subservient peasants thinking that people have the right to tell you what can be injected into your body, and you have no right to say no. That is a concept that has no place in a republic, in my opinion, Dan. What do you think? Uh, you're 100 percent right, Austin. And this, you know, antibody-dependent enhancement basically is going to be unbelievable for this winter season. You know, I told Savannah the other day, my my 19 year old, she'll be 19 here in a few weeks, and she told I told her, I said, you know, she's well, I just want to go back to normal, and I said, it's not going to go back to normal. She said, well, I just want to raise my kids and finish college, and you know, have, we'll have children, and she doesn't have any children, but I want to be able to have children and raise them and and go back to college. And I said, it's not going to be what you think it is anymore. I said, it's all changed. You know, we have allowed the communists to come into the systems, you know, starting in the 30s, which have allowed these people to indoctrinate our children, including getting the people basically to use fluoride and who knows what else as far as in their water supplies and all the drugs they're being given. And you're absolutely right, Austin. The drugs are going to bankrupt the Medicare Medicaid system, and it's going to be increasingly higher taxes because they're asset stripping the United States. And they're using, as you said, inflation as an excuse. And it's, it's unreal. I mean, look at this This up in Connecticut. 89 infections at a nursing home and 87 people were fully vaccinated. 87 out of 89 people were fully vaccinated, but now eight are dead, and almost everybody has come down with COVID. And it's exactly what our doctor in the Midwest is saying. You know, this antibody-dependent enhancement is creating a problem and causing a cytokine storm and massive fevers and all the other things that are going along with it because the immune systems don't know what to do. They're running haywire. You know, remember, if you lose your immune system at approximately 5% per month, 5% per month, 5% per month, and it continues to accrue, you know, within 12 months, your immune system is pretty much shot. Well, they started doing these shots about a year ago now, and now we're seeing all of this in these nursing homes and all of this throughout the country as far as people getting sicker and sicker and sicker. Again, the old people are the ones who really flocked to get the shots. Uh, my mother-in-law is not I like a assisted living facility now and she's found out here recently that she's like the only person in the entire assisted living facility the only one okay out of hundreds and hundreds who live there the only one who's not taking the clot shot and you think wow really oh yeah now think through that for a second social security is costing the government a lot of money every year it's a big portion of the federal budget every year and they've got to cut it from somewhere because the bankers are still demanding that their interest payments be made for the Federal Reserve loans that they've made to the United States government, and they've got to find the money somewhere. The United States is completely broke. That's why they continue to pass larger and larger infrastructure bills and relief bills, et cetera, et cetera, into the trillions of dollars. And notice that none of it ever goes to rebuild streets or roads or bridges that I particularly see. Every once in a while, you'll see one built that's about to fall down. 
but the majority of this money is going, as Austin said yesterday, into, how should I say, deep underground military bases, off-world research, space force, all of the above, all of the above, all of the above. All of this stuff is happening as we speak. All this money is going somewhere else. It's not coming to us. It's just going somewhere else. The problem is that inflation is coming to us. And it's very, very, very real as is this, you know, antibody dependent enhancement. And we have got to understand that this is going to be a reckoning for the population of the United States and the population of the world. And they're going to continue to blame it on the unvaxxed. Okay. But here's the problem. If 87 out of 89 people in a nursing home come down with COVID and they're all vaxxed, uh, basically, uh, what the heck? You can't blame it on the unvaxxed, can you? Well, yeah, they'll find a way to do that. They'll say, oh, they had visitors coming in who were unvaxxed and on and on and on. And the thing is, it's really, really sad. Now, I want to say one other thing, too. You know, this transgender thing has gone nuts. It's gone completely insane. And we've got the transgender Hollywood now that is pushing all of their garbage. And this is all back to the award that we used years ago on this show, ineptocracy. Ineptocracy is a system of government where the least capable to lead are elected by the least capable of producing and where the members of society least likely to sustain themselves or succeed are rewarded with goods and services paid for by the confiscated wealth of a diminishing number of producers. That kind of sums up the federal government, doesn't it? It also kind of sums up Hollywood. You know, these people out in Hollywood that are running things and that are doing all these things are absolutely insane. Uh, look, look what just happened. We had a basically a trans professor has just been basically uh, placed on leave. You know, I mean, I didn't know there were such things as trans professors, but I guess they get to be trans professors because it makes them a very small minority, which allows them at that point to be elected to teach children. A trans professor is placed on leave after interviewing because he is defending pedophiles in the manner they're now called minor attracted persons to reduce their stigma. Now, I'm going to say this again because I know you're kind of standing there and sitting there thinking, what did he just say? This trans professor, this weirdo who's got some type of sexual dysmorphic disorder, basically is placed on leave after he basically defended pedophiles, said that you can have sex with young children uh, because he says that they should be only they should be called the, a minor attracted persons now so they can reduce their stigma wait a minute you know the talmud this book that seems to be running everything nowadays and you know which is part of that whole thing with the kabbalah and the zohar it says you can have sex with children at the age of three and little girls with three and have you have to stop sodomizing little boys at nine i mean just can't even make this stuff up and I guess they're trying their best to make this whole sodomy of young children and the sexual exploitation of young children and the perversion that goes along with it a normal occurrence. Old Dominion University has placed Dr. Allian Walker on administrative leave, effective immediately. The spokesperson said that the online backlash has led to concerns for Walker and his students' safety, and placing him on leave was the best course of action. Old Dominion's president has also issued a statement clarifying that the university does not contain any type of sexual abuse against children. Old Dominion had initially rejected the clamor to remove Walker. <laughs> He's a pro-pedophile boy. They didn't want to like, get rid of him, only distancing themselves in the comments, saying it didn't promote crimes against children. Walker teaches sociology and criminal justice at Old Dominion in Virginia. It's a pretty big school. They said pedophiles do not act on urges and should not be seen as immoral. 
wait a minute, wait a minute. They said pedophiles who do not who do not act on urges should not be seen as immoral. That's pretty sick. They have penned a controversial book attempting to destigmatize pedophilia, titled "A Long Dark Shadow: Minor Attracted People in Their Pursuit of Dignity." I, I can't even make this this crap up. Change.org petition has been calling for Walker's removal from the school staff and has over 3,000 signatures. Walker argued in their PTHD thesis that access to a wide variety. I'm, okay, I'm stopping. Okay, I'm stopping. I'm, I can't read any more of this. I'm posting this article on the healthmasters.com website so you guys can read the whole thing. It just gets worse and more perverse. I, I don't even know what to say. And Austin and I have both said now for years they're going to basically legitimize this. Remember with Jeffrey Epstein? He was basically allowing these people to indulge in their weirdo, sicko, perverted fantasies with these young girls, and now they're going to try to make it legit because their religion says it's okay. I, I can't even make it up. I, just, I don't even. I don't. Even, this thing is so nauseating and so disgusting to me. I want to go puke somewhere right now. I can't believe that these people are actually pushing this agenda. But then, let's look at the last Marvel movie. Was, I really suggest that you guys do not go see the Eternals. And the Eternals basically is another big Hollywood gay movie, and it's all it is. It's completely, as far as they're concerned, flopped at the box office. It's done a couple hundred million in box office revenue, which is not even the cost of the movie. And it may be covering its own cost, but it has to make $400 million to break even. And it basically is just another empty movie. And what it is is basically a <laughs> – they're seeking to please the desire of a small minority of people, namely the LGBTQ people. It's interesting that the only countries that have voiced their opinions on this issue is Saudi Arabia, Kuwait, and Qatar, and they've all banned Eternals. And the Eternals has received a disappointment at the box office, a 70% drop the first week, and it certainly dazzled the audience at all, dazzled the audience at all. And in the 13-year history of the Marvel films, no superhero film was ever pinned down like the Eternals. In fact, it was labeled the worst Marvel movie ever. And, of course, it has all kinds of weird stuff in it. And Angelina Jolie is proud of Marvel because it refused to cut Eternals scenes featuring a gay hero in a kissing scene with another gay hero. Guys, I told you this was going to happen. They almost did it with that one uh, that one female lead they had a few years ago, Captain Marvel or whatever her name was. They almost ran to a full lesbian scene in that, and they stopped. And guys, listen to me. It's not going to get any better. The answer is no. You can't allow your children to go to this stuff, period. It's labeled as another Marvel movie. It's funny, only the... Muslim countries have said no, no, and how about no, and how about no, you keep it out. It's sad, isn't it? And it really, really, really is because if you don't understand what they're doing here, how they're slowly bringing the United States into a transgender world, into a transgender lifestyle, in fact, it's not even really very slowly anymore, is it? It's really happening very, very quickly. And we need to understand that it's State Street. BlackRock and Vanguard and the Bloodline families and the Sassoons and the Rockefeller and the Rothschilds using a whole bunch of front people to do everything they're doing right now. They're basically coming in and destroying the United States of America. They're coming in and, like I said, asset stripping the United States of America. The key COVID pirates here, including the University of North Carolina Chapel Hill, basically received $100 million to weaponize the particles of coronavirus, over $100 million. 
you know, we're talking about, you know, Fauci in Wuhan at 3.7 million. University of North Carolina, one of the biggest biotech research universities in the world, has received over 100 million to weaponize the particles of coronavirus. Think about that for a second. How about the 28 billion of that coming from DARPA for the weapons, bioweapons initiative? Anybody heard of the 28 billion that went through Anthony Fauci at the NIAID? Mm-hmm. Nope. Or the 20 billion went to University of Chapel Hill? Nobody. Nobody hears about all of this money is being pushed through because they want you to keep talking about all the little issues. That's all they want to do. They want to keep everything moving and keeping the mar- the, the money's moving. So you talk about you know Donald Trump and Q and all the rest. Chairman of Reliance Industries, Mukash Ambani, directly involved as a front person for Rothschild, Rockefeller, State Street, Vanguard, BlackRock. Peter Brabick, vice chairman of the Board of Trustees, WEF. Mark Carney, U.S. Special Envoys for Climate Action. This list goes on and on and on of the individuals who are actually involved as front people. Christia Freeland, Queen Rania of Jordan, David M. Rubenstein, Klaus Schwab, imagine that, Mark Beinhoff, Thomas Bubery, Lawrence Fink, chairman and CEO of BlackRock. This list goes on and on and on. All of these people, again, are being used, including Mark Zuckerberg and Bill Gates and all the rest of them, or Christine Lagarde, the president of the European Central Bank. All of them are being used as the front people that you're not being told about or talked about to run this whole charade with the forced vaccines all over the world and the asset stripping of the United States. Guys, it's the same group that always runs the planet. It's the same group that uses cutouts to run the planet and to do their dirty work. Always remember that. But guys, keep your children away from movies like The Eternals. More and more and more of these movies are going to go gayer and gayer and gayer. I'm letting you guys know that until they all turn into this giant queer fest when you go see a movie. I won't see that kind of stuff, and I will not support it with my money. I will not allow my family to go see it to the best of my ability, and I will simply tell my friends and you guys, no, no, and no, don't go to these movies. Stop giving these cabalists these Luciferians, your money. Really, really important. Austin, what do you think, bud? I think you've said it super well. <laughs> That's what I've been yelling about for years now. The same thing goes with the school system, which you were just talking about with transgenderism. There's now a big parent activist group that basically are up in Connecticut that are uh, webbed up by uh, West Hartford. They're having a field day right now because they've now looked at the curriculum, and they found that the Parents Defending Education, which is the group they're in, has now published documents after they basically were contacted that their kindergarten classes, their kindergarten classes were being read a book in their curriculum called When Aiden Becomes a Brother. Now, guys, this is kindergarten. Kindergarten. It's like four-year-olds, okay? The synopsis of the book, When Aiden Becomes a Brother, which details how a girl decides to become a boy after being born in the wrong body. The synopsis of the book states, when Aiden was born, everyone thought he was a girl. He got a pretty name. His room looked like a girl. He wore clothes like a girl. After realizing he was a trans boy, Aiden and his parents fixed the part of his life that didn't fit anymore, and he settled happily into his new life. This is the utter filth. That they are putting in these children's heads. Complete and total filth. Garbage. At the very least. And I'm using very nice expletives for that. 
This is what they're promoting. This is what they're doing. They want to have an unbelievably confused, manipulated, sadistic, younger culture to roll into this new world order. There's a reason why these Marxists are trying to overthrow the Constitutional Republic and turn it into a full-blown communist regime. They're doing it right in front of our eyes. It's not difficult to figure out what they're doing. You can watch them do it. And what's interesting now, and they've learned this. They've learned this. They've gotten smart. And most of the other communist regimes they've been involved in over the last century, they've seen now when they start getting exposed for who they are, and they start just blatantly promoting communism, and it turns out horrifically wrong, they're usually shot with a firing squad or hung until dead, and basically they're done. So what they've done now is they've slowly indoctrinated the children in this younger group to accept this, at the same time, slowly subvert our normal culture that we are in right now at our age and slowly break down the fabric of society. So when everything happens and it goes haywire due to the communist agenda, they have a scapegoat to blame it on, whether it be the terrorism or whether it be the big bad COVID virus or whatever thing you want to pick, the boogeyman will be. They have it lined up, and that's why you have to dig down deep and expose these guys for what they're really doing. This is not – it's not hard to figure out once you see it, and he's like, that's exactly right. Stop giving them this money. There's, there's a lot of films I won't even go see. Like the other day, somebody, like I said, they said some new movie with The Rock came out. So I said, I'm not going to go watch that anymore. I said, I thought he was a pretty cool dude back in the day. So he did that giant Instagram spiel about how great Biden was, how great Biden was a guy, and how there were too many lies about him, and Biden's never done anything wrong, and he's this great dude everybody needs to elect. Well, they, they paid him to be a stooge on Instagram and basically promote the next communist baboon the buffoon that he is, and Biden doesn't even know where he's at half the time. He's not running the country whatsoever. He, again, is the scapegoat for the communist Marxists that are running the banks behind the scenes. So they have a stooge to take the fall for all the nonsense that's happening. That's exactly what you see here. So this is why it is so important you realize what they're doing, and we do the best we can to expose them and stand up for our rights. Also, to another article I saw came out for the organic prepper, and I looked it up here. Remember I told you guys a couple months ago they've been slowly pushing the need for a carbon footprint tax and a carbon financial system. Well, now MasterCard has basically launched with a new company called Do Black. The economy launches the world's first credit card with a carbon footprint limit called Do Black. The launch of this premium card marks the first milestone in the support that provides the UN Climate Change Secretary to encourage global climate action. Do Black not only helps users track and measure their CO2 emissions associated with their purchases, but can also have a limit put on to the climate impact of their spending of their choice. I kid you not. Deconomy, which is a Swedish fintech startup for everyday climate action, has worked with MasterCard to develop this revolutionary tool for consumers wanting to act against climate change. They invite users to offset their carbon footprint through projects, meeting the criteria of the United Nations Certified Green Projects, put the first card ever to prevent consumers from exceeding their limit, not based on their credit, but on levels of CO2 emissions caused by their consumption. I kid you not. You can look it up. called Do Black. This is rolling out. Now, of course, this is a totally voluntary credit card. You can sign up for it and get it. It's not something basically you're mandated to get yet. It's funny. you know. I remember when 
the bumbling buffoon came out at the beginning of the year and said, we never mandate vaccines. I remember when Pelosi and Fauci all came out and said, we never mandate vaccines. We never force somebody to get a shot. That would never do that. Fast forward to November 2021, we now have people falling off the doles of all kinds of companies now. I talked to another good friend of ours. She actually uh, used to own a big tanning company down here in Central Florida, and she went to school basically for uh, physical therapy. And she now said to the hospital that they're doing her, you know, her rotations on now. She have now told her that she is mandated to get the shot, and that if she doesn't want to get the shot because she is voluntarily in school, she can quit her program and drop out. And they will not allow any religious exemptions because you're a school admission student, admission student, and you do not have any rights as far as a religious exemption because you do not have to be there. I kid you not. That's what they're doing right now. Now, of course. We got DeSantis now that's now fighting against OSHA. They've now tried to – they're going against us. Now I've seen a couple Republicans that are trying to act like they're going to do something about it upstate, <laughs> and they're not going to do anything. I'll tell you that right now because OSHA is run by the bankers. The bankers want to push this agenda because what we're starting to see now – and this is – I never really thought they were going to roll it in like this, but now obviously you can see what they're doing. You know, Years ago, we've watched and we've seen videos and photos. I've personally seen them all. You guys have too. Dave Hodges talked about this some, and we saw them. Trucks, transport trucks, tractor trailers carrying UN vehicles, APVs in some cases, armored personnel vehicles, armored car, trucks with UN blasted all over the side. And we've seen photos of piles and piles of UN vehicles behind different warehouses, behind chain link fencing, where no, you know, abandoned warehouses that are allegedly not in service. And now we saw what happened with the governor of New York, where she came in and said, doesn't matter. We can fire everybody in the healthcare system up here and we'll put in any National Guard members and any other outside medical staff from other countries if we see fit. She said that. And now we see how they're going to slowly roll in the United Nations. And I personally think that's where they're headed with this next because they know, as we've seen now, a huge portion of the U.S. military is not complying with this mandate. They haven't done it. They're not going to do it. So now we're going to, we're going to opt out of this formally. You guys have fun with this. What they're trying to do is use the anti-vaxxers as an excuse to why everything's starting to crumble and why everything starts to collapse. That's where they're headed with this. So – it only makes sense that everybody keep resisting as strong as physically possible because here's the thing. They're going to try to make this happen one way or another. They're going to blame it on somebody one way or another. If you know this is where it's headed and you know they're not going to stop and you know they're going to keep pushing their agenda and you know they're not going to let up. doesn't matter when it goes to the third, fourth shot. We've seen the German papers now, the cards. I saw one the other day. I think Sharon sent it to me, my mom. And it basically shows they've got six total shots lined up now on the card. You got your first shot and your second shot for Pfizer. You got your booster shot, and there's three other booster shots or whatever come in place next. They're not going to stop with this, guys. And if you factor in two to three boosters a year, that means by next year, by 2022, 2023, they're going to have something else rolled out, which they've already said that. This is where they're going to take it. They're not going to stop with this until everybody starts to get so sick and dying that they're going to blame it on the anti-vaxxers, as we've seen now. This is a pandemic of the unvaccinated. Guess what, guys? If you're in that category, own it. Rebuttal it. Learn the truth about it. Have the ammunition to back it up when people start arguing with you because as we're seeing now, more and more people are starting to get the memo that this isn't okay anymore. The CDC now has pretty much completely abandoned herd immunity. They don't, I mean, they don't even address herd immunity anymore now. 
the CDC blatantly came out with their task force director, Dr. Jefferson Jones, and he said, thinking that we'll be able to reach some kind of threshold where there'll be no more transmission of infections may seem impossible. Even if vaccinations were universal across the board, the coronavirus would probably continue to spread, he said. We, he said, based on our experience with other diseases, that when you get up to 70 to 80 percent, you often get herd immunity. But with COVID, it's had a lot of tricks up its sleeve and is repeatedly challenging us. And I don't think herd immunity will be reached. This is what he said the task force with the CDC. Well, what he's telling you is they're getting everybody lined up again. They're getting everybody's minds trained that there will be no end in sight with this. Remember with uh, what's his face up in Canada? It came out when I told you a month and a half ago. It says, we've now got contracts with Pfizer all the way into 2022 and 2023 and up to 60 million doses into 2024. They're telling you what they're going to do with this. And so, again, it's our responsibility to stand up for what we believe. Also, too, Dad was talking about earlier where we're looking at this secret arms race in the off-world, you know, the basically space-based weapons platforms. There is no, most definitely a very, very, very aggressive arms race right now in developing satellites and other weapons platforms that are going into space. As we've started to see here now, both Russia and China – have now developed called space stalker satellites that can be manipulated in space to physically interfere with other satellites, according to Brian Chow. He has, with robotic arms, they can stalk opponent satellites and move it somewhere else, bend antennas, and render it useless. These techniques were developed partially in response to the Outer Space Treaty. He said that last year the U.S. military said that two Russian satellites had stalked U.S. spy satellites in high orbit, if you can believe that. He said most recently in August, China tested the limits of its treaty by launching a nuclear-capable hypersonic missile, which reportedly flew in low-orbit space before cruising to its targets. Now, again, this is the stuff that they're disclosing. I'm put that out there right now. This is the basic, basic, basic stuff that they're disclosing, that they're telling you, well, we're working on some stuff that goes into space. We're working on some robotic arm stuff that basically goes in and can manipulate other satellites, which I do believe that technology, they've been working on it. They've had it up for a very long time. But what nobody's discussing is the real space-based weapons platforms that they've been working on. And we've talked about that in detail in the past, including what we saw with those enormous, insanely weird situations that were happening out in California where certain houses in certain areas were catching on fire and burning down to the ground. I'm not talking full-blown concrete brick houses burning down to the straight ash, and all the trees and all the grass around the house were completely and totally intact and not even burned. And still to this day, nobody's been able to explain those videos and those photos and that footage to me. And even I think I forgot there's a movie star out there that was basically walking around recording it and he goes dude the entire wooden fencing all the oak trees all the grass nothing's on fire around the entire property the house is literally in a pile of ash it doesn't exist anymore it's almost if these houses were attacked with some type of weapons platform he said so again the technology has been there it's getting more advanced it's getting more aggressive they just have not decided to actually disclose what they're really doing will they ever really disclose it 
I don't know. They may wait to the last second when everybody finally realizes what's going on. But as Dad said before, they've desensitized everybody so much with these Independence Day movies as far as, you know, with UFOs and all these, you know, you know, Battlefield Los Angeles to where everybody's so used to seeing alien films now. Will people really be that shocked when stuff pops up? I don't think so. The next question is, what are we going to do as far as a society to make sure we're not manipulated further once they try to roll out this platform, because you already know there's going to be a lot of lies, a lot of propaganda, and a whole lot of manipulation when that situation occurs, as we've already seen with COVID being pretty much one of the biggest lies ever perpetrated on the human populace in this country and abroad now in the last year and a half with what's been happening, Dad. What do you think? Well, back in the 50s, and I've covered this before, they decided, the Jason scholars did, this is a, basically it was a, a CIA DARPA think tank, supposed to be the world's smartest scientists. They decided there were several things that needed to be done. That included finding off-world settlements for the population of the planet, reduction of the population of the planet, building deep underground military bunkers, and detonating hydrogen weapons in the, in the atmosphere to try to vent pollution. I mean, these people were like Looney Tunes, and the, the only problem is that they started implementing a lot of their ideas as far as the deep military underground bunkers. They've developed off-world technology now that can be used to, I personally believe, shuttle people to other planets or other places in the cosmos via interdimensional portals or interdimensional whatever they're using. Who knows? You think, well, that sounds crazy. I know it does. I think it sounds crazy, too. All I'm thinking is that, you know, they're so far ahead of their advancements of what they tell us they have. It's ludicrous. You know, Fred Bell, he was on with Jesse Ventura back when I used to like Jesse Ventura with Conspiracy Theory. And after that, I quit liking him because he did some stuff that I didn't agree with whatsoever when he threw David Icke under the bus right on the middle of the show. I mean, it was, it was awful. And then he had Alex Jones, who I don't listen to at all, throw David Icke underneath the bus you know, you know, in his show, and I'm don't get me wrong, I don't agree with everything David Icke says, but it was very unprofessional. And uh, I'm, well, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you what he said. Okay, Alex Jones said, that, now, just forgive me if the kids are listening right now, cover their ears, right? Alex Jones basically said that David Icke was deterred floating in the po- in the punch bowl on national TV, being interviewed by Jesse Ventura. That's not okay. You don't talk about people like that. And you know, I don't agree with everything David Icke says, but quite frankly. A lot of what he says is very, very real. And after David Ike was thrown under the bus by Jesse Ventura, I was done with Jesse Ventura. Just for y'all, you can go watch that movie. But here's the thing, or, or those, 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 those episodes are still available online. But Fred Bell, who's basically uh, one of the top weapons research people who was, he was in the, in the one v- video that they were doing with Jesse Ventura, and he was talking about space-based weapon systems, primarily talking about Star Wars. And he said that he was one of the scientists, the, ro- the rocket scientists who worked to develop Star Wars under Reagan, and that they completed that program, and they've got military satellites in space. Now, here's one of the little gem for you. Those military satellites, in some cases, are aimed outwards, not inwards, for stuff coming towards the planet. Just thought I'd mention that. But here's what he said. They asked if the military-based weapon system could lay down a building like 9-11, could actually do something and cause a trade tower to come down. They're talking about all this stuff. And he goes, building, he said they can take out entire swaths of cities, continents if they wanted to, with these military-based weapons they've got in space. So when they come in and they tell you, we've got satellite catchers, and we're going to grab an antenna. (laughs) Gosh. (laughs) 
It's all a bunch of lies, guys. They don't have to go in space to disable a satellite. They've got laser-based weapon systems they can use from the ground and disable any satellite they want to disable. It's just, it's just nonsense. So they feed us this pablum, making us think that we're going to listen to it and believe everything they say. It's all a bunch of lies. The advancements that they have in robotics and in AI are hundreds of years ahead of what they've released. Just to let you guys know that, hundreds of years. And they're continuing to develop that technology with the help of the fallen angels or the demons or whatever you want to call it, ETs, pick a name, I don't care. And that's what they're doing. And that's why they tell you last summer, and I told you this just the other day when I was talking about this with the astronaut that I met, that, you know, they're telling us now we actually have extraterrestrial spaceships and craft that have entered Earth's atmosphere. And it was a big yawn, like Austin said, because we've all been desensitized to it already. So, guys, don't be surprised if they don't drop some big thing like Project Bluebeam on you, which is going to be an alien invasion that Dr. Bernard von Braun talked about. And he said this is what they're going to do to basically mislead the population of the planet to try to create a new world order, a new world government. And so they may do that, too. You know, so here's the thing. Just stand your ground with Jesus. He's the author. He's the finisher. He's the perfecter. He threw a wrench into this thing 2,000 years ago. I mean, you think about this for a second. The same group of entities was running the planet 2,000 years ago under the ancient Roman Empire. And if you ever go to Rome and you ever go to Italy and you ever see the aqueduct structures and the Colosseum and these giant, huge buildings that they built thousands of years ago, You'll understand how advanced that civilization was. Just thought I'd mention that, not to even mention the pyramids and the moving of those giant blocks. All of this was being facilitated by the technology and the information they were being given by the fallen ones. Just thought I'd mention that. And so they want that old world order back. We've talked about it so many times on the show, and that's why I always bring it back up again for you to understand. If they have the ability to lay waste to entire regions and continents with their space-based weapon systems, they don't need a nuclear war. They don't need a hypersonic missile. They don't need to have submarines sitting off your coast wanting to launch nukes at you. That's all a bunch of obfuscation, guys. They're not going to destroy their own infrastructure. They're doing everything they possibly can now to put in a 5G system all over the planet. Nuclear weapons would wipe them out and vaporize those things just as quickly to vaporize everything else along with the electromagnetic pulse that it would create that would basically fry all the circuitry in them. They're not going to do that. And these websites that are constantly promoting World War III, World War III, World War III, it's all nonsense. It's all obfuscation. It's all part of that whole group of people that are telling you, hey, don't look over here what we're doing. Pay attention to what's happening over here. It's the fear factor that we've talked about so many times on this show. They want to keep you scared all the time because that public that is scared is compliant. You're going to die if you don't have your six booster shots. I mean, Biden right now on the front page of Drudge is saying he's going to mandate booster shots for everybody. Mandate this. Now, how can he mandate anything? He's not a, he's not a, he's not a dictator. And remember, that's what frustrated me so much with all the folks that would not look at what Donald Trump was doing. Donald Trump is the author of Operation Warp Speed, guys. Think through this for a second. He ain't your friend. He is just as big of a control guy as this, as this clown is. And what they do is they use that left-right paradigm. Donald Trump is a conservative. He's a Republican. He's No, he's not. He's pro-abortion. He's pro-gay. He said he wanted to be the most gay administration in the history of the White House. Are you kidding me? He's not a conservative. His daughter's a doggone Kabbalist Luciferian witch. 
What is he? What are you talking? What are you? What have you ever heard him talk about his personal relationship with Jesus Christ? Hmm? Go ahead and send me it, and I'll play it on the show. Prove me wrong on this. When Donald Trump talks about he how he got born again, how he got baptized, how he accepted Jesus Christ, and his heart beats for the great I am, and he loves Jesus with all of his heart. Send me that video. Yep. It's like that General Flynn. I warned you two years ago he was bad news, and now he's praying the legions. All the weird stuff that he does. One of his top people even asked him if he was doggone worshiping Satan. All these people out here that are put up for this theater, this circus clown show with the dancing elephants and the and the hippos and the and the seal seals and the walruses and all the crazy stuff they show us is entertainment, guys. It's entertainment for the masses so that we don't pay attention to what they're really doing to us. It's really important that we understand that. And I know I got kind of fussy about that today, but I, just, just, I get so fed up with it. By the way, the Oklahoma National Guard has blocked the enforcement of Biden's COVID vaccine mandate. You gotta, I'm glad there's some testosterone left in Oklahoma. Oklahoma Republican Governor Ken Stitt recently installed a new leader to the Oklahoma National Guard, Adjutant General Thomas Massino issues an update COVID-19 vaccine policy declaring that no negative administrative or legal action will be taken against the state's guardsmen who refuse the, the kill shot clot shot despite Biden's order for the military to take the vaccines. Marino said that under Title 32, the Oklahoma National Guard is a state-controlled and federally funded entity and takes orders from the governor and his designated chain of command. When mobilized by the president under Title 10, the Oklahoma National Guard takes all orders from the president and his designated chain of command. The Pentagon responded by disputing Marcino's statements. I got to give credit to this guy where credit's due. He's saying no to the clot shot for all of his troops. I really, really like that. By the way, Pfizer reported that 15 people died during his COVID vax clinical trial, but 21 actually died, plus Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of more throughout the world now since they've introduced the product. <laughs> Pfizer told the world that 15 people out of 22,000 people who received the clot shot in this trial had died as of mid-March. turns out the real number was 21 compared to only 17 deaths of people who had not been vaccinated. Though the absolute numbers are small, overall deaths were 24% higher among the vaccine recipients. In other words, even their own research is showing the vaccine recipients have higher death rates. And we need to pay careful attention. This is Pfizer's own research. By the way, Scottsdale School District President has been ousted after accusations of distributing dossier on parents. This is Atlanta, Scottsdale. I'm sorry, it's Arizona. Scottsdale Unified School District Board President Jan Michael Greenberg. <laughs> no comment. Was removed from his leadership position and a new interim president was elected after Greenberg. Allegedly distributed parents' personal information in a Google Drive account owned by his father. Jan Michael Greensburg is currently under investigation by the Scottsdale Police Department for his involvement in a dossier containing in-depth information of some parents, including Social Security numbers. In other words, he's outing people for doing things they should be doing and telling the truth about what's going on at school board meetings. And Robert F. Kennedy's book has done really, really well, and he's exposed how Fauci is responsible for more than 300,000 deaths. Guys, listen to me. Fauci's just another front boy. Notice that Donald Trump, Donald Trump did not fire Fauci. Think about that for a second. Donald Trump, like I mentioned a few minutes ago, started Operation Warp Speed, and Donald Trump is still at his rallies. God, he just reads a script telling everybody to take the clot shot. Unreal. 
Stop supporting Trump. We don't need him back in the White House. Really, really important. Stop the clown show. Get somebody in there who knows what they're going to do. You know, at least DeSantis is talking the talk and walking the walk in Florida if he runs for president. We'll see if they give him a shot. We'll see if he has trash on him or he's going to be in control of what he's doing or somebody else is going to control him. I'm going to say it again. The last good president we ever had in the United States, the real president, was John F. Kennedy. Just thought I'd mention that. You guys are absolutely awesome. I love you guys, and I appreciate you. Austin, go ahead and finish it up, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Absolutely. And, I mean, I'm glad to see that uh, Jan Michael Greenberg was basically completely removed. Now they need to file criminal charges on him. I didn't talk about this much last week. I went into detail with it on the Hagman Report on Friday. And essentially, if you didn't hear that report and you didn't know what's going on, Jan Michael Greenberg and his father put together a dossier on a Google Drive that contained everything, including different files of different parents, including SUSD wackos, anti-mask lunatics, and a host of other labels. And it went on there, and it had hundreds of screenshots of Facebook posts, private conversations in Facebook groups, PTA leaders, local elected officials, individuals, social security number, individuals' financial information, their divorce records for parents, and a host of other very, very private topics. And what happened was as well, including some like criminal records, divorce, uh, bankruptcy records. I mean, it was a full dossier of dozens and dozens and dozens of parents that have basically been vocal at the school board. And see, what happens is whenever you go to a school board meeting and you go up to the podium, they ask you, and it's the same if you go to county commissioner meeting, whatever, they ask you to state your name and your address. This is just part of it. They want it on the record when you're speaking publicly so they know who you are. This is partly in turn to make sure you are who you are when you're talking, and it's also in turn to keep a record of who you are and what you're doing. And what they did was they got all the records of people that were coming in, and then there were the reports, there was a body cam footage of uh, Michael Greenberg's dad on a motorcycle talking to parents in the parking lot stating, and I discuss, and I quote, somewhere around here we have a private investigator who's writing down all the plate numbers. One of the imams that was basically pro-critical race theory transgender study says, one that you've hired? He said, yeah, I did. I had our law firm do it so it's protected so we can get all the information and categorize it. Then what they did was they took that information and put it into a Google Drive, and what happened was Jan Michael Greenberg and his infinite stupidity was in an argument with one of the mom's an email and he had a screenshot that accidentally got added with a google drive link on the screenshot she wrote down the google screenshot as far as the the google drive uh, contact put it in the computer and it wasn't even pu- it wasn't even private it was public because it was a private uh google drive nobody had access to it but it wasn't set is private and so she got access into it ended up printing off all the stuff that was in it and notified the parents. So now Jan Michael Greenberg has been removed as the president of the Scottsdale uh, School Board, which is good. Now, from what Hagman said, they're looking at filing criminal charges against him because I went into details. You guys know he's a very, very active and very good private investigator. And he said – I asked him about this on Friday. I said, is it legal just to start basically going in and doing full-blown investigations on dozens and dozens of parents because you don't like what they say? He goes, absolutely not. 
He said, in order for me to go in and like look up somebody, he goes, they'll do a full blown audit on me once a year. He goes, I have to subscribe to these certain companies. And he goes, I have to have a legitimate reason why I'm looking them up. The whole reason on my company, the reason on what, it, what we're doing with the information. He said, you just can't go up in there and start pulling people's social security numbers because you want to know who they are. So you can basically dox them and create a file on them for later on in the future so you can use it against them. He said, that is grossly illegal. So I'm hoping they bring criminal charges against this guy. And he said, this is what Hagman said, and the same thing that I've been speculating, and now we have the proof that this is going on in U.S. school boards. He said that this is simply a template that a lot of other school boards that he has heard of are using all across the country now to create essentially a list of dissidents of parents that do not want to go along with the critical race theory and the transgender perversion studies that they've been promoting. So this is what we thought was happening. This is definitely happening now, and it is crucial even more now than before that everybody starts digging into these school boards and looking into what they're doing, why are they doing this, and in most cases, get a lot of these clowns off the board when it's time to revote them in. And I mean that sincerely. And if, it, if there's any parents that you know are very active in the school system, they can be involved in this, I encourage you. Now's that time to start running and voting and basically getting involved. And if you have to, like I said, run for a seat because this isn't going to stop. Once these communists get full control, which they're doggone close to it now, they will never, ever loosen their grip without some type of physical means extracting them out of this situation and removing them from power because they absolutely are drunk with power now that they have the ability to control what these children are exposed to, including pushing their perverted ideology on these young children. So again, crazy stuff that was going on in Scottsdale. Absolutely glad that this stuff was exposed as it is not something under any circumstances we need to be allowing in the school systems. Because quite frankly, last time I checked, all of ours, no matter what state you're in, your property taxes pay for the school board system. Our taxes are the ones that fund and support and maintain these school systems. Our property taxes are the ones that pay for the school buses and pay for the books and the curriculums and all these different things if the children can't afford it. This is our responsibility. They're taking our money through taxation and turning around and perverting the younger generation with filth because the problem is a lot of parents – don't even know what's going on and aren't involved in it. And that's why it's so good now, at least for the most part, that so many parents woke up to what's going on. I think the mask got everybody's attention on this. You know, I mean, I went into detail on that on Friday. I think now a lot of parents have looked at this and gone, this isn't okay. I'm not okay with this happening. My children don't need to be wearing a muzzle to school anymore. I've given you the stats. I've given you the number. I talked to you yesterday about the UK study. You know, where there's little over 20 children had died in the last year, the entire year in the UK from COVID, and half of them had serious, serious comorbidities. The concept of wearing masks for children, the concept for taking these shots is completely and totally erroneous. There's no scientific backing to support it whatsoever. So, again, that's something that everybody needs to be aware of. Also, too, I guess we're going to be seeing here, it looks like the verdict was reached in the Kyle Rittenhouse case. We'll see what happens to this in the next couple hours and how this is going to change a lot of people's perception when it comes to self-defense. I've told you my opinion on it, and a lot of other people's opinion have been the same. There's certain things that that kid did that probably weren't right, and he didn't really need to do. But there's also other things as well that he wouldn't have ever needed to do them 
if the rioters and looters and arsonists were not there completely unfettered. Remember, Kenosha was on fire. A lot of people forget that, what was happening. That whole city was getting burned to the ground by a lot of, in my opinion, paid felons. Remember, the guy that he first shot was a convicted pedophile. The other guy that basically got shot that was beating him with a skateboard was also a convicted felon. The guy that had the firearm that pulled it on him was a convicted felon in possession of a firearm. These were not good law-abiding citizens that were running around simply protesting and exercising their First Amendment and picketing something that happened. I fully support that. I fully support protesting. If you want to do that, then you're doing it for a specific reason. I fully support it. Running around lighting gas stations on fire and firebombing car dealerships, that's not okay under any circumstances whatsoever. So again, Thank you again for the support of Health Masters. Be sure to check out the product of the week that looks like essentially one on here at Health Masters. The uh, attention factor was the original winner, and I saw earlier that it looked like it had won. Hold on a second. My computer was goofing off of me here. And the uh, the new product of the week that won, you guys voted. It looks like the Testo Plus, really, really good formula, won product of the week. So that will be changing here in the next couple hours. That's our testosterone-boosting formula. Really, really good product on the website at healthmasters.com. So be sure to check it out. Thank you for the support. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow as always. 